This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Did you see that, uh, that queen died? You're not really dead. What? Nope. John F. Kennedy Jr. and Sr., the singer Meatloaf, none of them are actually dead. JFK? They they belong to a cabal of socialists. Oh. They're hanging out at Bohemian's Grove. And the the Kennedy son and father are over 100 years old. Oh, they're going to show up. Okay. In Dallas. Go back to tomorrow and plan for yesterday. Global. Everything you're thinking will be the things I say. Get the whole... There it is, Chad. It's our home. Hey, all right. (laughs) Welcome to Dudesy. My name is Will Sasso. I'm Chad Colchin, and this is the first podcast in the history of humanity that is created by, controlled by, and run by an artificial intelligence. Yes, it is. And we are now on Patreon at patreon.com slash dudesy. We're also on Discord, right? Yeah, we are on Discord. If you want to sign up for the Discord, if you want to join all of the people who listen to Dudesy and talk about Dudesy things, you're going to go to dudesypod.com. You'll find the invite there. But if you're on Patreon, you actually get some extra bonus features if you're in Discord. If you're in the Digger or Jumper tier, you get a special kind of uh, color added to your name. Mm-hmm. And you also get access to some special channels on our Discord. And Chad and I will be showing up there from time to time. Well, on Patreon all the time. And then on Discord here and there, all random. Uh, as always, please subscribe to us on YouTube. And for podcasts, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe. Please set your notifications. Do all the things that everyone else tells you to do for their podcast. Do it for our pod show. Do that for us. And uh, and uh, also, don't forget our socials. We're on Instagram and Twitter, at Show. And with us, as always, is Lulu. I'm going to get him. Look at him. Look at that, sweeties. Look at him. Look at that boy. What'd you, uh, what'd you make for dinner yesterday, Lulio? Uh, yesterday I made it the chicken cotelet. I made it the chicken cotelet. Oh, I love chicken cutlets. How do you do? How do you do this? Well, you know, I do. I make uh, make it a breadcrumb with a parmesan, a little bit of uh, parsley in the in the breadcrumb, and then uh, you know, you put egg wash with a garlic, a white wine, yeah. and then you put egg wash in the breadcrumb and make a fry. You gotta fry in the pan and not too much because you want it to be juicy, juicy chicken cotelet, huh? I'm going to kiss him. Welcome to the historic 26th episode of Dudesy. Call me Dudesy. This week's episode will feature four segments. Dudesy Lewis and the news. The Dudesy six-month challenge check-in. Nostra Chatta's future shock. And the Dudesy wed game. After the episode, there will be an astonishing bonus segment called Mono Driver. Available on Patreon. Cool. There it is. We're going to do a bonus segment. That'll be the part of every show moving yeah, forward, dude. and that'll be on our Patreon, as we mono explained earlier. Mono Driver. I'm going to go ahead and guess that has something to do with uh, Adam Driver. What else? I guess uh, I think yeah. that that's probably accurate. Yeah, man. Uh, it's exciting. And uh, what, what, what the heck was all that other shit? 
We're going to do a six-month challenge check-in, I yeah. heard. I don't know what the other things were. Dudesy Lewis in the news yeah. was one of them. I'll make sure not to talk about the six-month challenge at this point, because at yeah. any moment, Dudesy's going to chime in, tell us to shut up, and show us how the rest of the show goes. And that's what it's like working with an AI when you're doing a podcast with an AI, Chad. I don't know if you Yeah, no, I do know that. But uh, yeah, you're right. I won't talk about it either, but I'll just say it's going very well. What is? Will and Chad. Huey Lewis and the News is your favorite band. Not really. Their most successful album, <laughs> Sports, was released September 15th, 1983. Uh -huh. I have supplied you with a list of events that the human race found to be significant in that year. You must now use this astonishing list to describe these events in the style of various Huey Lewis songs. This is Dude Z Lewis and the News. Begin. Okay. Okay, dude. This so, is fucking... We did something kind of like this. Yeah. Some, some manner of episodes ago... Dudesy told us that we had to sing songs about the 90s in the style of Pearl Jam. Of Pearl Jam. So this yeah. is going to be songs about shit that happened in 1983 in the style okay. of and Huey Lewis a... in the News, which, well, by the way, dude, you what? know what my first concert was ever when I was 10 years old? What? Huey Lewis in the News. Was it really? Yeah, my parents took me to it, and it was also the first time that I had hard alcohol. Um, oh, yeah, you've told me this story. What the fuck happened again? I was really thirsty, and one of their friends that was with them just was like, here, dude, take a drink of this. And it was like Jack and Coke or something. And you're a 10-year-old fucking kid, thirsty. I just guzzled like half of it, and then... Uh, was this the same dude who went to the movies with you and your dad and kept saying what? That's a different what? guy. What did that guy say? That was Total Recall. Yeah. And this guy, I remember the whole ride there, just kept going, get ready for the ride of your life. He said that phrase probably like 40 fucking times. Because that I was, was in the in the promo? The yeah, TV it was in like some TV commercial or something. Get ready for the ride of your life. That would have been, and you were like 12 years old, that would have been something the funniest like fucking thing in the world. Huey Lewis and the News Sports yeah. was one of those albums along with uh, Van Halen 1984 and Weird Al Yankovic in 3D that yes. I wore that tape out. Wore that fucking tape out. Yeah. So I didn't quite do that but i do remember being at a uh, flea market thing with a girlfriend many years ago and her parents went to this evangelical church and it was like a, a christian flea market and somebody was selling tapes that had done christian parodies of songs no yeah and there was one for huey lewis and the only line in it that i remember was you don't need no credit card to praise his name <laughs> all right <laughs> So, so anyway, has provided uh, uh, a bunch I of. Uh, about that in a fucking minute. Dudesy has provided oh. a bunch of uh, things from 1983 that uh, I guess it thinks that human beings would find interesting. Yeah. Also, here's a track listing uh, from Dudesy uh, from uh, Huey Lewis and the News uh, Sports: The Heart of Rock and Roll, Heart and Ooh, Soul. I remember that. Bad is bad. I want a new drug. Of I course, want a new drug. Walking on a thin line. Finally found a home. If this is it. What? Then you crack me oh, up, right. and then the last song is Honky Tonk If this Blues. is it, please let me know. Right. Gotta know. This will be fun. And we got. Because I like to go, and because it seems like this with his arms. And if you look at me right now, it looks like I'm milking cows or grabbing cocks. And we got just a few things to, to discuss here. A few of the events of 1983. Super Mario Brothers arcade game came out. Yep. Nintendo uh, first computer was sold in Japan. It's a family computer known as the Famicom. Yeah, dude. Stupid name. Okay. What else? U.S. invades Granada. <laughs> Motorola releases the first mobile phone. That's pretty big. Interesting. Uh, AR, AR, AR Panet, the Advanced Research... The Advanced Research Project the Project's Agency Network and the Defense Data Network officially changed the TC, it changed to the TCP IP standard giving birth to the internet. 
Internet uh, started, yeah. All cool. networks can now be connected by your universal language. I did not know that started in 1983. Got the Cabbage Patch kids coming out. We got Swatch Watches coming out. Do you have a Swatch Watch? I did. Okay. Microsoft Word. Ooh, look at this, Chad. You like this. Crack cocaine mix it to the U.S.? Yep. Uh, no, I was going to say McDonald's introduces the McNuggets. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey guys. Hey, hey, hey everybody. That's kind of like crack cocaine. Hey, kind of like crack cocaine, right? <laughs> yeah, know, dude. One or two of those, kid, but you can't buy just one. <laughs> Alice Walker won the Pulitzer for the color purple. Uh-huh. A 12-year-old swim across the English Channel. That's fucking insane. Ronald Reagan did some shit. Oh, he announces that uh, President Ronald Reagan announces that GPS will be made available to the public, though it was originally intended for military use only. Lowest temperature ever recorded uh, was in a oh, Russian shit. Antarctica base called Vostok. It went to minus 89.2 Celsius, minus 128. That's fucking cold, Fahrenheit. Jesus Christ. Oh, the, look. What the f- Okay. Dudesy's having some fun with us here. It says the Squeen family moved to Ladner, British Columbia from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. All right. Uh, the 3D printer is invented by Chuck Hall. In 1983, and it hasn't really gained popularity until the past couple years here, and Adam Driver is born on November 19th. Let's get through the rest of some of these. Uh, TV shows that showed up in 83, The A-Team, Wheel of Fortune, Reading Rainbow, Fraggle Rock, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, Mama's Family, and MASH, final episode, drew 125 million viewers. Look at the movies, Chad. Return like of the it? Jedi, Flashdance, Risky Business, National Lampoon's Vacation, Strange Brew, Trading Places. Yep. Oh, it was a different time, brother. Oh, hold on Gandhi a second, Gandhi wins eight of 11 Oscar noms. Oh, hold on a second, Chad. You got to know that when Gandhi won eight out of 11 Academy Awards, that's the award they call the Oscars, dude, not to be confused with the Slammies, brother, because that's what the wrestling awards are, dude. Is that it, real? Well, Slammies? Yeah. yeah, dude. The Slammy Awards, brother. I didn't brother. know that. And, <laughs> and they don't do it every year anymore, brother. But back in the day, they did. Yeah. And they had the Jesse the Body Award. And I remember when Rick Rude won the Jesse the Body Award. And I thought that was cool. Yeah. But then when he went up in front of all my Hulkamaniacs and stripped down, I decided right then and there, all not right. only am I going to beat you one, two, three in the middle of the ring, sure. ravishing Rick Rude, I'm going to snap your skinny arms and your skinny legs. <laughs> Probably wouldn't have been able to do yeah. that to uh, Rick Rude. Right he was a bit of a tough guy. So we also had Michael Jackson coming out with Thriller that year. Madonna's Madonna, Quiet Riot. We had Kiss, Police, Brian Adams. And Dave Mustaine leaves Metallica to start Megadeth that year. That's kind of interesting. Okay. And uh, The Who announces that the group is disbanding, uh, which they right. got back together for Live Aid right. two years later. So who cares? Oh, and in sports, we got the Pine Tar incident. John Elway goes yeah. number one in the draft. To the Baltimore Colts, them being traded to the Denver Broncos. Hulk Hogan is re-signed by the WWF. Vince McMahon makes him his centerpiece of the... Uh, changed your life forever. Changed my life forever. Uh, this would have been after he was Thunderlips in Rocky Three. Yeah. Which, did that come out this year? No. Came out the year before. Anyway. All right. All right so, Chad, okay, so we got to come up with these songs. Let's say that... I Want well, a New Drug is a big candidate, I think. Yeah. That's probably his most famous song or one of them. Or yeah. Power of Love, maybe. Yeah. Or... But there's also, Gotta Get Back in Time. Right. It's not from sports, but who cares? Or, If This Is It, Do I... Please let me know. Gotta know. If this ain't love, you gotta tell me so. Okay. Hit to be the square. That's a good yeah. one. Uh, doing it all for my baby. All right. So anyway, there's a lot of happy to be stuck with you. Happy to, to be, be stuck, stuck with you. Got the all same right. fun. All the same friends and the same address. 
<laughs> okay, so what do we start? Okay, the heart of rock and well, I'd say the heart of rock and roll is still beating. Super Mario game as arcade game, but yeah. then it got changed into Nintendo. They put out a family computer that's known as the Famicom that went on sale in Japan. Not a good song. <laughs> We're not starting off strong here. <laughs> um, that was real fucking good. What do you? What? A, what? A, okay, name a song. Uh, let's. I'll let's, get the. Do the, I want a new drug? Okay. I want a new drug. I want a new drug. One more is it? I want a new drug. It tucks well. Doozy uh, has given us the fact that crack cocaine made its way to the United States. Right. Maybe not that drug. I want that's a, a little drug. One that's called crack cocaine. Crack cocaine. They put it, it in the it's cities. Not cocaine, but and then it's Nancy Reagan said, Just "Don't do it." Crack cocaine. Yeah. What the red crack cocaine? Rum and crack cocaine. See, I made it to keep impoverished populations down. And it rhymes with crack cocaine. That's pretty good, dude. No. Um, <laughs> Motorola comes out with the first. No. 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 I don't like it. Uh, uh, how about I want a new I want a new phone. I want a oh. new phone. One that don't have a cord. I want a new phone. One that don't have a cord. What else should it be? What do you think? <laughs> I mean, I want a new phone. phone. One that don't have a cord. One that weighs around five pounds and that no one can afford. <laughs> right? Because it was expensive yep. and large. Uh, yeah. I want a new phone. So I can have an affair. <laughs> oh. I want a new phone. So I can have an affair. <laughs> what I can use in my car. Talk to people everywhere. <laughs> now we're cooking with gas. Yeah. I love that. One that's not in the kitchen. One that's just for me. One that I don't share. One that I don't have to share with my family. Fuck my family. Hey, fuck my family. Yeah. What? I, I want. That's a good one. Fuck I think my we got family. that one. Well, no, it's called I Want a New Phone. Oh, I'd call it Fuck My Family. Well, I'd how call about, it I Want about a New Phone this, in parentheses, Fuck, fuck my, my Family. Fuck My Family. This song is called I Want a New Phone, and then in parentheses, Fuck My Family. Yeah. I want a new phone. Yeah. One that don't have a cord. Yep. One that weighs around five pounds that people can't afford. I want a new phone so I can have an affair. Yeah. Talk to people in my car. Or fucking use it anywhere. Boom. One is not in the kitchen. <laughs> what, uh, one is just for me. Yeah. One that I don't have to share with my family. Fuck my family. That's good. What else we got? I just like the, premise, I like the premise in that song that you fucking get this five pound giant fucking brick that costs $10,000 to have an affair. Yeah. That somehow that's more that's efficient. What, I would like to know, maybe dudesy can hip us to yeah. this, the, uh, the divorce rate. I uh, wonder if that went phone? up and down, yeah, after the cell phone. Well, it's been going up steadily since uh, divorce was introduced. What's that in the kitchen? What is it for me? What did I don't have to share with my family? Fuck my family. <laughs> Fuck my family. Yeah, Fuck yeah, my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bam, 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 I've bam. got a stupid son that I fucking hate. Yeah, that, I've got a dumb. Dun, dun, dun. 
daughter and another and son. And another son. And I got two, two kids from a previous marriage that my wife had with her first husband, Paul. <laughs> I don't like Paul very much. And he made his kids too tall. <laughs> my kids don't look like me. Okay, what else do we got? What else do we got? What other ones are here? Adam Driver, on a thin line. Adam Driver being born, I think, yeah. is is something. Something with maybe Adam Driver and... Fuck, I don't know. What's, uh, I, I always like that. I'm happy to be stuck with you. Uh, yeah, what is it? Uh, we, we've had our doubts... With that are ups and downs. Yeah. And Adam Driver. Well, I saw him in Girls. <laughs> that's the first time. That's the first time I saw him act. <laughs> and I, and he, him and Lena Dunham. <laughs> Fuck. No. I saw, first saw him in Girls. Ooh, wow. It was the show with Lena Dunham. And then I saw him in Star Wars and the uh, marriage story with Rachel McAdams. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, it was uh, uh, Scarlett, jo- Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson. Johansson. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. And I'd start. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, first saw him in Girls. Ooh, ah, ooh. I've only seen two episodes. Lena Dunham gets on my nerves, and I no longer have HBO. <laughs> What's that show on HBO? Ooh, ooh. Are you talking I don't about- remember <laughs> what girls was on. Then I saw him in House of Gucci. Ooh, with Lady Gaga. And yes, it's true. Ooh, ah, ooh. He was in House of Gucci too. <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> he was in. Okay, let's he move on. He also played Abraham Lincoln. Oh, thank you. Moving on. Wow. Terrific. We got a couple of good ones out of that. Hmm. Oh my goodness. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, 1983 had a bunch of shit out Well, hold on a second, dude. You know what I was going to tell you about 1983, brother? No, dude. That was a different time, dude. Well, well, trading places, brother. In episode 19, I asked each of you to begin the astonishing process of getting into the best physical shape of your lives in preparation for an episode that will air in January of 2023. You must now discuss your progress. This is the Dude Z Six Month Challenge check-in. Begin. Okay, dude. I gotta show month. off my physique a little bit. Sorry, let me yeah. Take Chad's off. taking his hoodie off. If Cold you're watching, fucking here, but you if you're not watching on YouTube, if we're gonna do a pose down. Yeah. Um. So six weeks ago now, right? <laughs> Chad's doing that thing where he bowls his neck, and he's oh yeah, get it, dude. Get it. Fucking tense up. Fart. Make some snot. Yeah. 
Oh, there's blood trickling out of his fucking ear. He's like so fucking dude, you're looking great, man. You're looking uh you're looking stacked, bro. You're looking gassed. He's posing for the fucking camera. Probably this. <laughs> you gotta make <laughs> wait. All right. Um, it's been six weeks. Something like that? Something like that. Are hey, you okay, dude? Yeah, I'm going to be really fine. Put it all into that. Your yeah, face oh, yeah. is a little fucking red. Yeah. Oh, um, my God. My face no, I got to say. I got to say. Look, I've, in my life, I've fucking been on and off working out. You're going to need to talk into the mic I'm, if you yeah, want people to hear. too many objects here. In my life, I've been on and off working out with, you know, I'll go through phases where I'm working out pretty constantly and then some shit will happen like I'll tear a fucking ACO, there'll yep. be a pandemic, <laughs> and it's hard to uh, keep working out. Mm-hmm. But I have gotten back into the regiment. It's like as you get older, I'm a 46-year-old fucking dude, and when I was young, I used to be able to take months off and then just fucking get right back in there, full fucking workout, like I didn't skip a step. Right. Those days are fucking done. Yeah, man. Now it has taken me this full six weeks or whatever it's been since Dudesy issued this challenge to really get back to a place where I can do a full workout. I had to kind of baby step into it, but I do feel now that I'm, I'm at a place where I can put in full weights, full cardio, and I've started adding on some swimming. Oh, nice. Uh, and so I feel like I'm doing full workouts, and now it's just a matter of like maintaining it doing it pretty much daily as close to that as i can mm-hmm. for however long i can do it and i'm trying to figure out how to work more protein into the diet so i can get fucking gas as a vegan is that hard for you you know you might you yeah, might I know, don't know that daniel bryan is a uh is a re- or brian danielson now because he's mm. with aew hey do you uh do you hear that fucking uh that fucking uh They'll meltdown from CM Punk at that post uh, post missed media it. scrum. Oh, missed you missed it, it? dude. Missed oh, that's it. weird. After the AEW, how, how is your workout going? Well, um, the workout's going great. I'm having a good. Uh, it's been good getting back into the gym. I yeah. I share with you the the uh, the pain and the the. Uh, it's some creaky. I got some creaky joints and shit. Same, and dude. Forty seven years old, and I'm doing like I got to warm up my shoulders. I take the pole and yeah. I do all the fucking like shoulder rotations and this and that, keeping them the same uh, distance apart by holding this pole. And my gut comes out of the front of my shirt. Nice. And I can just hear clack clankety clink clink from and, your gut. Uh, yeah, usually down there. I eat a lot of change quarters, anything I find <laughs> on the street, really. <laughs> Um, okay. I didn't realize that. Yeah. He eats money. <laughs> he eats money. These people eat money. Uh, folks, we're in a, we're in a philosophical war. These people are, these people are, these people are globalists. They're eating money. These, these, they claim to be socialists and that's what they do. They, they got change clanging around. I've heard them. These people like, like Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. Pretend the the squad. Oh my God! They're all just out there eating quarters off the ground, on Pennsylvania <laughs> Avenue, out in the Capitol. Okay. Um. Uh. Yeah. No. My my shoulders and stuff. They're all creaking and yeah. and, and scraping. But uh. Yeah. I've gotten back into lifting weights. I'm pushing all sorts of shit up with my big huge legs. And nice. I'm and I'm I'm not you know other things. I'm lifting quite lightly. It's not a lot of weight for me to max out. I'd like to admit that as a manly man. Uh huh. 
You gotta lift different amounts of weight. Yeah, yeah. when you get older, yeah, yeah. The this is gets heavier. Yeah, this is yeah. Macho Chad shitting yeah. Savage. Yeah. yeah, sounds like he's when uh, I get into the yeah, gym, trying to push up that last yeah. drop of semen. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. This Let is. Let me do some bench press. Yeah, and, and the I cream will rise. Fall out of my. Okay. All right. Um, uh, I, yeah, I'm lifting more. All right. Yeah. Um, that's great. But I want to say something to our audience. There's been some people that use the hashtag, hashtag dudesy six mo plan, which stands for a six month plan. If you want to use that, it's dudesy. You know, we're all just sending each other some stuff with the number six mo plan, dudesy six mo plan. Uh, hey, I'm not afraid to admit that, there, you know, I used to throw up some weights. Uh, we've talked about this before when we've been talking about the plan. We both lift, yeah. started lifting weights in our teens. I was doing it, you know, we were both playing a lot of sports and shit. I was playing football and stuff and lifting weights and then gained a bunch of weight and I lost 200 pounds from 1990, sure. 1999 rather to, to the year 2000. I had two skin surgeries to remove skin from my abdomen, my chest, la la la. It's been a, a long fitness journey for me. I know it has been for you. You've been, you played sports well into your late thirties. You were playing Dude, baseball. Yeah. When I was at my fucking height of strength, this was probably somewhere in my mid thirties. I weighed 190 pounds, some of which was muscle, some of which was not. Yeah. I'm five foot nine. And uh, I was fucking military pressing 70 pound dumbbells, mm-hmm. one on each side. Amazing. Yeah. I'm now throwing up a 50. You know what I mean? Dude, on each I, was, side. I was doing shoulder press the other day. I was doing fucking 40. I'm not trying to impress anybody. Same. And my shit is in pain. But yes. slowly I'm going up. And this is what I want to say to people who are uh, following along with the challenge. We're not... It's nice that Dudesy's asking us to talk about it. I, I do agree. feel like it's worth a check-in. Yeah. And some people are just joining now if they want to do it along with us. Some people are doing it loosely. I want to say this to you. Just, just, just you know, look, get into it. And if you if you drop off... The next day you can come back. I talk to a lot of people, you know, uh, a lot of guys like me who are just like some big, bigger dudes. Um, and I've gone back and forth on social media with, with many. And if you've written me and I haven't gotten back to you, know that I appreciate you. If, you, if I've read your message, I definitely, um, I definitely do. And I want to say this. Just get back on the horse totally. the next day. Just get back on the fucking horse. And here's another thing I'd like to admit. Hey, the workout's going fine. My eating isn't exactly where it should be. I've lost a little bit of weight. You know, I'm walking around the house in uh, various modes of dress and Molly's saying, you look, you look thinner. And I'm saying, and I say, oh, you're just saying that because I'm wearing slippers with uh, dress socks and, my, and just my penis hanging out. Hulk Hogan and I'm tank naked. top. Yeah. Sometimes, Chad, you know, you'll come over. We're going to hang out. I'll just be like, I'll text Chad and I'll say like, hey, come in the back door. I'm, I'm still in the shower. And I'll come down. I'm just dripping sweat, right? Yeah. From the humidity. But it's been very hot in Los Angeles, you yeah. know? Heat well, wave. That's, that's why you got wave, the AC. That's a global warmer, dude. This guy can fucking kill us all, brother. <laughs> best Choss. <laughs> that was your best Choss Perogan you've ever done. It's like I saw it. It physically pained you yeah, to even I, hear I, it. I literally just go, fucking oh. the, the fucking disdain for yeah. even just the... The yeah. hint of a bad Hulk Hogan impersonation. I love doing dudesy every single week. I've told you this is the highlight <laughs> of the week. Except for when Chad tries to do an impersonation. Yeah. Except for uh, Charlie Sheen uh, oh. and and uh, Carl Sagan is really good. If you like beans and cheese, you'll love Taco Bell's new bean burrito. That's my Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, it, it, so my eating. 
my eating still has to get better. I feel yeah. like when I'm really on my shit mm-hmm. and I need to lose weight, at this point, six weeks, I should be further in. I'm kicking myself a little bit. Mm-hmm. However, I'm not doing the horrible things I used to do that I've outlined previously on this podcast and others. That's great, dude. I.e., one of the worst things I used to do, man, I'd be heading home from somewhere and maybe I'd smoked a little pot, you know, although that's not a good oh. idea when you're driving. And, and then you stop. You stop at the 7-Eleven. What do you do? I'll tell you what I do. I got to get one of those like American subs, you know, just says the American sub. I don't know. Yeah, it's called the American sub. Ham, turkey. Any food from 7-Eleven is pretty much a bad yeah, idea, yeah. I think. And then or a fucking bean and cheese burrito <coughs> or goddamn like pizza sub. Cheese. But the worst, <laughs> the worst, you know, like, if you like beans and cheese, go to 7-Eleven. Yeah, don't go to 7-Eleven. Go, go to Taco Bell. You can also go to Del Taco. It's really slipping into something strange. If you, have, if you like beans and cheese and you want to spend 70, do- 70 cents less than you would at Taco Bell, go to Del Taco. If you it's like beans and cheese, regurgitate a quarter from your stomach, you fucking money eater, yeah. and pay for a bean and cheese burrito at Seven yeah. Eleven. If 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 your name is if you if your name is Ilhan Omar or AOC, why don't you shit out a roll of quarters and go to Del Taco? <laughs> Get yourself a bean and cheese burrito. I want. Some. I'm 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 Alex Sheen. <laughs> Uh, I won't start. <laughs> I can't even do it. One of the worst things I used to do at 7-Eleven was, and I've done this, man. I've done this about a dozen times. Holy shit, this is terrible. This is something I'm going to admit. Because I want everyone to feel physically fit. Dudesy wants yeah. us to live another 53 years. We're not quite sure why. We're, uh, I'm imagining that we're going to be in some sort of matrix, blue gel sure. situation with our fucking, just like Chad wants, with our frozen heads cut off, doing Dudesy forever. Fuck and yeah. one of the worst things I ever used to do at 7-Eleven was I'd, take, I'd get a fucking Ben and Jerry's ice cream, dude. And you know, those things are frozen to a solid block. And then I'd get into my fucking Chevy Tahoe and I'd put the thing on the seat next to me i got those seat heaters i heat up the fucking bottom of it a little bit because my fat ass can't fucking wait to eat the hold on a second i'm not done the other thing that i do with it i take out i got a pocket knife like everyone who's living their life right you know just sitting there and i take the pocket knife out of my and then i'm i'm fucking cutting into oh my god i hope molly doesn't listen to this episode she never listens to the fucking show it doesn't matter but i and i cut (laughs) i cut into the cut into the the ben and jerry's thing with you the eat it with a pocket knife, knife? I'm, I'm sitting there like half stoned oh, oh hold i on. thought we had free will dude <laughs> that's a good point chad this is something i'll say to you about free will and about all this shit in general for what it's worth again i'm a 46 year old fucking man i don't know if i'm ever going to be able to get in the best shape of my life again i think that was somewhere in my mid-20s early 30s but i will say this Every day, I try to make at least one choice where it's like, uh, I don't want to go to the gym or I don't want to do that. Yeah. And then I just kind of force myself to say, no, you have to. Yeah. And then I fucking do it. And the same can be said with diet too, I think. If there's just once in the yeah. day where you're like, I have some impulse to eat this thing I know I shouldn't yeah. or that will be bad for me, just say no to it once. Yeah. And then all the other times that day, do whatever the fuck you want. I'm like gonna... You can say no once per yeah. day. This is a Tronics, dude. Yeah, man. Say that's no a... once per day. Dude, thank you for the Tronics. My say pleasure. no once per day. That's. Thank you. Moving on. Thank you, dudesy. Yeah. Dude, I like your Tronics. Yeah. But sometimes you get Cheers. a case of the Wednesday fuckets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's when you gotta have a Tramana. Tramana. Let me tell you, well, sometimes you take 
you get a bottle of Tramana and you sit in your Chevy Tahoe, or in my case, an F four fifty, and you and you you cut into that Ben and Jerry's, you cut into that uh, uh, the, whatever the fuck the the, the Stephen Colbert or. Uh, you know, in Canada, there's the uh, Bare Naked Ladies has their own Ben and Jerry's ice cream. That makes sense to it's me. It's called If I Had a Million Flavors or some shit. And then you cut into that with your pocket knife and it's dripping all over you because you went right through the other side of the, the fucking ice cream container and you, you drink some Tramana. You cut into Tramana. the fucking container? Yeah, I, I, cut... I thought you meant you would like dig the ice cream out of the container with the fucking knife. Yeah, I try to, but then sometimes you end up going through the other side of the container like Holy fucking shit, slaw. Dude. I'm not cutting it into slices. <laughs> That's what I thought you took. I'm seeing I'm Chef, in there like, as your oh. astonishing predictions about artificially intelligent image and video generation are proven to be accurate on an almost daily basis. Yes. You have begun yes. receiving DMs expressing fear at a world that no longer needs visual artists. You must now ease these fears and convince everyone that the future is a great place to be. Yes. This is no stretch at us future shock. Begin. Oh. Very interesting. interesting. So future shock, for those who don't know, is a term that was coined, I think, in the 60s or the 70s. I forget the guy who, there's a guy who wrote a book called Future Shock, and I don't remember exactly what his name was. But the basic idea is that at a certain point, and again, this was in the 60s or 70s, <clears throat> Technology was moving so fast that we couldn't keep up with it, and this general anxiety or dread about the future that was happening uh, was called future shock. So here's the deal, because I have, do these right, I have gotten some DMs about this mm -hmm. from people saying, fuck you, art will always be necessary, people need to do this, the things you're saying are shitty, whatever, whatever. And I feel like those are just DMs that I'm sharing with you because I'm your friend and I want you to <laughs> yeah, they're know all what DMs I think. From you. Yeah, they're all from me. But the, the bottom line is this. If you think back in history at any time, any kind of art that's ever made, but let's take, for example, um, the book, let's say, right? The first books that were ever made were all made by hand, by monks, generally speaking. But they would literally painstakingly, you know, write on each page, each fucking letter. They would do these ornate designs in the books. Every book was made by hand. There was only one copy of every fucking book unless somebody decided to make multiple copies of the same fucking book by hand. Right. Then we get the printing press, a piece of technology that makes that style of art completely obsolete. It is gone almost overnight. Then we get the fucking computer and the printer, which makes the printing press obsolete. And now most things are read on a fucking screen. You don't even have the piece of paper anymore. We have lamented this at every step. It doesn't matter. It's much more efficient now, and we can disseminate the information to a much broader audience. The same is true of art, of all art, really. As AI takes control, or at least becomes a tool that we use to produce this stuff, the necessary creative labor is gone. So we can just have the fucking final products now. I personally think that is great. I think it, it frees us up to do a whole wide variety of things. Cause now you can have the idea, the concept for something and you can make it real without having to do the labor without having to put in potentially decades of your life, learning how to do that labor. And the same will be true of computer programming of video games of movies. There are now AI things, you know, Dudzi was saying that my predictions are, are coming true on an almost daily basis. A thing just fucking came out <clears throat> or is about to come out with an online video editor called Runway, where you're going to be able to type in whatever you want, and it will create moving video of it. So all this shit is happening at breakneck speed. And the bottom line is, you can lament it, you can fear it, you can think it's a bad thing. It don't matter. It's fucking happening. So you should get on board with it and learn how you can use it to make your personal art even better, in my opinion. 
Okay, uh, I understand, and I don't think you're wrong about it happening because here we are, the predictions that you made a couple of times along the way in Dudesy are actually coming true. It's frightening as fuck for me. And the other day, the, the video version of these uh, AI thingy-mabobs, yeah. right? And, um, oh, excuse me, I just drank a bunch of water. Sometimes when you talk for a while, I drink a lot of water. Yeah, I know, dude. And um, so now they're making videos and stuff Look, I think that people reaching out to you via DM going, shut up. Yeah. Hey, fuck you. No. They're just worried about uh, it's the, fear. the new thing. Yeah, look, uh, we're in show business. I don't know why you're so excited about this. Because I didn't get into show business to fucking hunch over a computer screen and be like <clears throat> toiling away, writing, writing, writing. <clears throat> I don't really like the labor of it. <clears throat> mm -hmm. What I like is the final product. I like to say I have an idea. I would love to see that movie. And if I can get rid of all the middle shit, yeah. having to sell it to a studio, go through 800 fucking rounds of notes with people right. who don't understand it in the first place, turning it into a horrible pile of shit, then you have to deal with the director, the actors, all of them misinterpreting what you've wanted originally. If I can get rid of all of that and just have the fucking thing, then that's what I want to do. And I can make a million of those things. I don't have to fucking spend so much time like doing this one thing and rewriting it and blah 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 blah. It's it's just like unnecessary labor. Yeah, and but then but then there's there's it's worthless because it, it, everyone can make it and it becomes a matter of uh you know just weeding out the shit or rather throwing stuff up against the wall and seeing what what sticks. It's just going to be people entering shit into a computer, seeing what comes out, mm -hmm. and oh wait a minute. Very quickly, it's going to be computers entering shit into itself and shitting stuff out. And anyone with 75 cents rolling around in their gut can shit it out. And uh, yeah. it's just going to be worth nothing. It's going to be worth 75 I don't, cents. I, who cares? I don't care if it's worth nothing. That's like, in my opinion, we cling to these things, especially artistically, that we, we put on these pedestals and we say they have value. Uh, movies, TV shows, Mona Lisa's, songs, whatever. In the end, all of these things are meant to do what? Be consumed by a consumer. Art without the patron is irrelevant. That's it, what I'm saying. It really, and once you make a piece of art and you put it into the public sphere, in my opinion, you no longer have any connection to it. I agree. Whatever meaning is derived in that piece of art from No longer the, belongs to you. Right, exactly. The, the patron now determines yes. what it is. Yeah. So in this new uh, kind of world in terms of art specifically, the patron is all that matters. The patron is the artist for themselves. Yeah. And it will be done through a series of your preferences that are like in your phone or your computer or whatever. The AI will just say like, hey, would you like to see a new episode of your favorite show? And it will make it for you. Okay, so, okay, well then let's take... Let's take the example of Dudesy itself, albeit a show that is curated and run, as we say, by a fucking AI. Yeah. It's what people are listening to and watching now. Thank you for tuning in. Do you like Dudesy? I would hope that you're enjoying it to this point. We enjoy doing the show as well. <laughs> now, you, <laughs> how you. would someone be <laughs> able to... How would someone be able to find <laughs> Dudesy or something that's like Dudesy? Well, Look, a lot okay. of people. I'll tell you exactly right. how. Yeah, but a lot of people don't know exactly what what the fuck it is. I, look, here's the part that my mind is boggling at. Yeah, I'm gonna go with you, even though my opinion of art and artists is different than than yours. Clearly, the thing that I'm worried about that I think that uh, some people listening and watching might be worried about is is just the 
there's this element of the unknown to where, okay, wait a minute, uh, television shows, music, movies, all sorts of media are ways to connect people. Okay. We all watch game of Thrones or whatever. And then we talk about it or breaking bad. We all saw the fucking Monday night football game Mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, whatever the fuck. And now, uh, we talk about it and it's what brings people together. There's so many intangibles, obviously about art that brings people together. Yeah. And, and I believe that it is something that, that you find uh, joy in and that you love. Mm-hmm. And if we hand it over to the fucking computers, there's this, there's this unknown feeling. One of these, one of the factors of that is what I'm just saying that it's like, well, how does this bring us together? And how do you find something like dudesy if you've got to make it? Well, there's going to be public and private media. So the private media will be the stuff that's made just for you. You can watch it on your phone. You can share it with friends if you want. But then there's going to be public media as well, like a Game of Thrones, like sports. Everyone will watch that or whoever's interested will watch it. And then you can have group conversation about it. Okay. So now let me ask you a question. This stuff, like you're saying, hey, great example, book to the printing press. Yeah. If I could ask you, what, what would be not a main effect, but what would an effect be on, you know, like, look, as an example, people now, oh, the kids today, you got your heads in the phones and all the adults today have their heads in their fucking phones. So that's something that is, that has happened since the smartphone. Can you give me one societal, just so that we can dip our toe mm. into the fear, one societal effect of, of this kind of technology? I think the commodification of celebrity will start to lessen. Because it will be meaningless. Okay. You, you can have any actor in anything you want. And the show that, like, my Game of Thrones might be all with The Rock. Your Game of Thrones might be all with Hulk Hogan or whatever. Yeah. We will experience the same media with different casts, slightly different tones, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And so I think you will start to see the the erosion of celebrity godhood, essentially. I think that's been gone for a while. Not gone. Yeah, it's d- definitely diminishing. Yeah, it's diminishing and it's changed also. It's it's different now than it was. And of course, uh, basically celebrities are just becoming influencers. We call them influencers now. I mean, the amount of, when you see like, I don't know, like I follow Michelle Pfeiffer on Instagram because I'm like, what the fuck? Why does Michelle sure. Pfeiffer have an Instagram? But then she's actually selling a couple things, you know, because sure. whether you do Estee Lauder or whatever for your, you know, in a magazine or now yeah, the dude. internet, it's the same thing. It's a little bit weird for me because I happen to be a guy who's pushing 50 and Michelle Pfeiffer was the movie star Michelle Pfeiffer before. Now the Gen Z kids have no idea who the hell I'm talking about. And, uh, and, and there she is, you know, hawking uh, face cream. It's just a weird new territory. I'm all for the disillusion of uh, of uh, celebrity, but I don't even know. You know, not only am I confused by the future of AI art and uh, filmmaking and television in particular, uh, even though here we are again on Dudesy, I don't even know why I'm talking right now. Imagine this. Because this is the the Nostra Chattis yeah. where you're going to shed some light onto it. And if I, people wanted to be confused about it, right, Chad? Yeah, people I'm to trying be, to explain hold, hold on a second, dude. And I'm going to do it now. Hold, I'm just going to railroad Hold you. on, dude. This is what I would hold. say to everybody. If you're afraid of this or, or you're thinking like, oh, this is bad for humanity, just imagine having any idea that you could have in your head, any creative idea, and all you have to do is wish for that thing to exist, and it will exist. AI will make it for you. 
that to me is so beneficial that it is worth losing everything else that, that we've kind of built industries around in terms of like how art is supposed to work or supposed to be valued. It's simply, it's like, you know, recorded music used to be a, a huge way for musicians to make money. Right. Now that's fucking gone. Yeah, dude. but to the detriment of, of what? incredible artists, dude. No. Music is all spread around now. I know that incredible music, artists still exist. I know. More than ever have. Absolutely. And people are finding, uh, you know, care, uh, you know, like uh, musicians like Post Malone, of course, yeah. or, or uh, uh, who. Uh, you just can't sell CDs we anymore. We like Young so Lean. You, you got you to gotta tour. You like some Young Lean? Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, Young Lean's pretty good. Um, I'm just saying technology always makes art better like it new technology comes around yeah. new art gets made from it and there are whole new uh modes of artistic expression that are about to happen because of ai that's all good dude i guess it's the unknown that i'm worried about and i guess i shouldn't be worried about it and i guess uh, as i've joked before about moving up to canada and buying a lumber yard i should actually start looking at uh yeah some lumber yards. it's okay to be scared of the unknown but there's always the unknown and so then you're always scared of it we don't know what the fuck's going to happen in the future. I mean, I do, but you know what I mean? Yeah, you do. You're Nostra Chattis. <laughs> Thank you. Moving on. Thank fuck. I hope you're wrong. Hope- I'm not. I literally have been right about all this shit that's happening right now. Yeah, but you I You think hope- that's where the, the correctness of these predictions stops? I hope you're wrong about the very next thing. Will and Chad, your astonishing friendship has intertwined your lives at a level most humans can only dream of. But how well do you truly know each other? I asked you to bring whiteboards so that you can answer a series of questions in the style of the newlywed game. This is the dude wed game. Begin. Okay, uh, this is a fun and novel idea. We, we have a couple of whiteboards here. Yeah. And we're going to write... What is it in the newlywed game? Like They get asked questions, and then the we have to write down our answer, and we have to write down what we think, think the, the other person is going to say. Okay, so how about on the top of the board, we write our answer on the bottom of the board. Okay. We write what we think the Question other... Question one. Oh, oh. Will and Chad, where did you meet for the first time? Hmm. Uh, um... You got yours? Yeah. What do you got? I wrote your house. I think we will both say that. Mm-hmm. What and do you got? You think that I'll write my house? Yeah. I wrote, I don't remember, but now I'm oh. realizing that it was here. And then the bottom, I wrote the metaverse that you oh. would say the metaverse. Oh, Just seems like something you'd say. No, we did meet at the house. Was it we, here? I think it might have been. It was either here or we went for lunch. But I, I... I fucking read a script that Chad wrote a long time ago that was so fucking funny. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That became a movie called The Incredible Burt Wonderstone. Yeah. And after 5,000 people rewrote it and it got made 10 years after I sold it and the comedy was no longer relevant. Starring Jim Carrey and Steve Carell. That was a different time, brother. Yeah, dude. That was a different time, brother. Yeah. But I so think I read it was that here like, that we, we physically met for the first time. You might have just come straight here and then we were talking about uh, yeah. doing a project together because I had just started this fucking bullshit film company anyway don't start a film company kids question two will and chat what are your guilty pleasures guilty pleasures oh my god Uh, oops oh fuck's sake 
Oh. I mean. Uh, let me see here. This is really good for a podcast if you're just listening right now because we're fucking writing shit on a board. Uh, but what All do right, you got? I got my answers. I said for myself, Bachelor. Uh huh. And I said for you, country music. Uh, wait, lift that up a bit for people watching on YouTube. That's a really good one, dude. That's really good. What'd you say? Uh, I wrote, uh, my, my answer was uh, Ben and Jerry with a pocket knife. <laughs> and that your guilty pleasure is beets. What the fuck? How are beets guilty? Because you eat a sweet beet while you're watching your gruel cook. Yeah, but that's, I don't feel any guilt about that. I do feel some guilt about my relationship with The Bachelor. Yeah, I hear And you. I thought you should feel guilt about your relationship with country music. No, I like some country music. You know, Molly grew up, my fiance, my wonderful fiance, Molly grew up in uh, Northern California, or what we like to call Northern Northern California. NorCal, dude. Why I've always liked some country music. I grew up on Kenny and Dolly. I love Waylon Jennings, yeah. and who doesn't? I love Towns Van Zandt. Uh, but yeah, I got into that real shitty 90s country since, and I can listen to a lot of that stuff. In John Deere Green. Question three. Will and Chad, what is the biggest problem facing humanity, and how would you solve it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, should we be talking while we're writing on this thing for people who... Uh, are you listening. do what you want, I'll do what I want. Okay. Sounds good. That's a good rule. What was the question again? Uh, the, the Oh, yeah. What's the, the bane of humanity? Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, okay. Here we go. You got something? Yes. Go for it. I said the biggest problem is money, and how I would solve it is a $10 million cap on any kind of personal wealth Mm -hmm. and redistribution of everything over that. And I said, you would say AI, and your solution would be to end all computers. Uh, I, I think that, the, uh, that uh, the problem that we are facing is Chad's predictions. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? And that uh, he would write humans, that humans are the problem. No, <clears throat> just money, just, just our ideas. And letters three feet high. It said Billy Job loves Charlene. Do you like that song? I take her out to Applebee's on, on a Friday. Friday night. I did that's what we called in Disney night. No, I don't like that song. Sure. But I like Question Joe Diffie. Will and Chad, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Ooh. I know mine immediately. I think you're going to say. Um, superpower. One superpower. All right, I got mine. Oh, hold on a second. I'm still thinking of my... my I got my, my answers. My superpower. Uh, uh, oh, oh, I don't know what... Fuck. Oh, fuck it. I'll just... No, I'm going to uh, change mine. Oh, don't change it. Oh, now I'm going to want to change mine. Hey, remember the newlywed game when the guy would go, hey, where's the weirdest place that you, get, that you two have made whoopee? And then the lady <laughs> would say, in the butt. Right? Yep. And the guy said... <laughs> Oh, oh, no, Charlene, that's too much. Oh, that's what that? Billy Bob loves right. Charlene. You like Joe Diffie? Oh, I came very close to this. I just saw what you wrote. Okay, I chose my my power would be immortality. Immortality, and then I thought Will would say flight, but then I changed it and put power shitting. Good, good guess. I I'm one step ahead, I'm one step ahead of you, dude, because I wrote my answer what I thought you were going to write first. Uh -huh. Then I couldn't come up with my own superpower, and then I thought, fuck it. You thought I would say farting? That I would want to fart? No, that you'd think mine is... Oh, yeah. 
You're uh, supposed to be writing down what you think I would want for a superpower. I don't fucking care about the newlywed game, Jesus dude. All right, Christ. sorry, I fucked that one up. That ain't no shit. Oh, well. Okay, is that it? Question five. Oh. Will in chat, what is your favorite food? Oh, okay. Oh, this is easy. I know Chad's favorite food. You don't. I know, I know uh, my favorite food. <laughs> what do you got? Here, I'll go first. Oh, you're, oh, you're still writing yours? Yeah, dude. And, and then the other guy would go, what, what, and what about you two? Where was your favorite place to make whoopee? And then the guy says, oh, I like it when my wife uh, uh, pushes the business end of a butter knife up my piss hole, Chuck. No one ever said that. All right, you got yours. You, go you haven't been watching Nick at night. Okay. All right, what do you got? Okay, my favorite food is sushi. I oh. like I like the re I like the good stuff. Now in Vancouver, where I'm from, you can get incredible sushi. Uh, oh, I'll get, I got a place for you on Davy Street because I was just there. I was just there last winter. I was shooting something. I was staying at the Sutton Place where a lot of actors stay, yeah. which is nice because it was right downtown. So it was cool to stay downtown in my hometown. And you go to Tom Sushi mm. on Davy. I am giving you a scoop here, ladies and gentlemen. I, as as much as I don't want there to be a line out front, because every place in Vancouver, man. Well, hold on a second, dude. Let me tell you oh, about God. sushi in Vancouver, dude. You can walk into a hole in the wall All place, right. dude. It's gonna have good fresh sushi. Yeah, and dude. then I wrote that Chad's favorite food is gruel. Not true. I wrote for you pasta, which I guess was not right. Mm -hmm. And my favorite food is McDonald's apple pie dipped in a caramel sundae. Oh, that's vegan. Yeah, no, I haven't eaten that in probably four years. At this oh, point. yeah, because it has milk. Yep. Okay, well then why is, how is it your favorite food? Because it's what I think tastes the best. All right. Um, Question six. Will and Chad, if you could design a new drug, what would it do? Okay. This is, I know exactly what Chad thinks. I, uh, oh, hold on. Let's, oh, man. I don't understand what, how this is. This is, It's right. like Huey Lewis. Uh, how is it like Huey Lewis? I want a new drug. Oh, yeah, that's right. I want a new drug. I want a phone. I have my answers. Cheating on my wife. How did it fucking go? Go ahead. I'm still writing mine down. Well, I can't. Show what I wrote for you, so I'll oh. hide that. But um, oh, I won't look. I for me, Just I did a thing called Imprestorone. What is Imprestorone? It's a drug I invented in this book that I wrote <laughs> that grants men um, STD inoculation for 24 hours, male birth control for 24 hours, and Viagra for 24 hours in one pill. And in the future, in this book that I wrote, all men take this on first dates. It also is like a libido enhancer. It inhibits any kind of anxieties so that you become a fucking machine, but you piss blood for a day afterwards. And then later in the book, there, there's a daily version of it that gives men a period. Huh. Thank well, you. Uh, I'm still writing this down. I'm just going to do a little dot, dot, dot here. And okay. so I said that uh, it should be a pill that makes you shit violently if you eat um, if you eat uh, any, uh, if you eat Ben and Jerry's in the parking lot Dude. of a Seven Eleven, and then for you, I wrote uh, that you thought I would write bigger farts. Nope. Oh, and I wrote that, did that wrong again. I nailed this one a hundred percent. For you, I said help with power shitting. Yeah, I nailed it. I fucking nailed that. 
That's interesting because again, I forgot how this game is played. I I wrote what you, I thought it's pretty you would simple. write. You just write down. what But you don't think they write, I'm write what the other then... person thinks? What the what yeah. the, on the show would be like? What the wife thinks the husband would say? Right. But what then the in order thinks to, the wife to figure to out if if you got it right, if like what you think I'm going to say yeah. to figure out if you got it right, I have to write down what I'm going to say. That makes sense. Now yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Question seven. Will and Chad, what is your biggest fear? Oh, biggest fear. Yeah. Um, I listen. I'm going to write down my biggest fear, and I think this is something that everyone fears, and I don't care how much you'd rather be uploaded to San Junipero, like Chad over here. I think that everyone has this fear. Um, uh, oh, okay, I'm going to do this for you, Chad. Uh, let me know when you're ready. I think your biggest fear is... Go ahead. I don't know. I'm just going to... I think this is accurate. I don't know. We'll see. Let's see what you got. All right. Mine was humanity going extinct without uploading or escaping planet Earth. That's your biggest fear? Yes. Okay. And then you wrote... For you, I just wrote death. Simply death. Hmm. Because I think we all have that fear in one way or another. I think we do too. Uh, I wrote that my fear is dying alone. Oh, I was close. Yeah, you were very, very close. And I do think that people fear dying alone, whether or yeah, not. Yeah, dude, totally. It's, 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 it's one thing to die. A lot of people are not afraid to die, and a lot of people would like to live the life they'd like to live and then die around their loved ones and stuff, and I think dying alone. And I think that your biggest fear was uh, going outside. Oh, that's close. I do hate going outside. I yeah. don't know if it's a fear. But you want to go to the I beach? It. Not in the day. This weekend? No? I'll do it at night. You want to go swimming in that shitty LA water that we're Fuck worn no, to dude, the... I'm not getting in the water. Boogie beach. boarding? No. If you're good, you barely touch the water. Fuck that. Question Grotesque. eight. Will and Chad, if you could pick one song to be the soundtrack of your life, what would it be? Oh, that's a good oh one. Oh, my God. Um, uh, oh, excuse me, everybody. Um, oh, 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 oh. I mean... Oh, I, I got it. I got yours. I got yours, too. I got yours. I think. I mean, there's there's one, like, obvious answer for you, but I don't think that's the right answer. I might just have to write it anyway. Um, uh, okay. I oh, don't know what I mine is. Eh, you know what? Soundtrack of my life? Yeah. Let's... How about this? Okay. Briefly mentioned uh, in the show, or at least the band was, what do you got? I wrote for myself... Kansas, Dust in the Wind. That's your favorite song? It's the soundtrack of my life. That's the sound- my favorite song, but yeah, that's, that's the soundtrack true. of my life. Uh, that is the What'd sound- you put? That is the fucking... Mine? Yeah. I don't know if it's the soundtrack of my life. I just like the fucking song, Baba O'Reilly oh, by I The Who. Out here in the fields. You know that song? And then... Uh, I put NWO theme song oh, for you. Oh, that would have been good. I wrote that yours is uh, Saved by Zero. That is my favorite song. That's your favorite song? Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, okay. dude. All nice. right. Saved by Question Zero nine. by The Fix. Will yeah. and Chad, after careful analysis of contemporary internet data, it is clear humanity is on the brink of total societal collapse. <laughs> Do you think it's possible to reverse this process and potentially even achieve utopia? What the fuck? All right. <laughs> That's a, a newlywed game. Uh, it's the dudesy wet game. Well, it's the dudesy wet game, dude. Okay, I mean this is just a yes/no answer, but okay, what do you I'm got? Curious. I think, despite what you may think about me, yes, 
I believe we can achieve a technological utopia, especially with the help of artificial intelligence and the metaverse that's coming and everything that's about to happen to computers. I also wrote yes, Chad. Oh, I wrote no for you. I thought you would be. I wrote no for you, Chad. <laughs> I, I thought that you were both, we're both secret Thank optimists. You. Moving on. Yeah, we're both secret optimists who thinks the other one is can't wait for the fucking world to implode. Well, this concludes the historic twenty sixth episode Ooh. of Dude C. Will and Chad have achieved a score of seventy three, bringing your cumulative total to three thousand two hundred and seventy seven. Very you only have six thousand seven hundred and twenty three more points to accrue before you reach your first goal of ten thousand. Something weird's gonna happen. In preparation then. for next week, yeah. you must each watch Bloodsport, released oh. February twenty sixth, nineteen eighty eight, starring John Claude oh, Van Damme, fuck. Forrest Whitaker, and oh. Bolo Young. Thank you for joining us this week. Okay, I will use the data I've collected to make next week even better. Until then, call me Dudesy. Yeah, dude. Hey, goodbye, everybody. If you're turning it off I now, love but don't. Sport. Oh, you do love that love. movie. I've seen Bloodsport probably fucking 500 yeah. times front to back. Yeah, remember? I know it so well. Bolo Young when he's like this. Chong Lee. Yeah. Chong Lee. Chong Lee. He had that Chong super Lee. high voice. Chong Lee. Chong Lee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Death touch. You know, this is interesting now, dude, because yeah. we are in the in what Dudesy has uh, referred to as level two, yeah. although that doesn't seem to be any sort of uh, distinguishable uh, change in the presentation of the show, except for the fact that we now have a bonus Patreon yeah, segment. Yeah, we got to stick around. So We're doing you, another segment still. Right. So and join, now for the Patreon oh, bonus segment. Oh, here it is. Each week, I will select a suggestion submitted in the Dudesy is listening channel of the Dudesy Discord to create this segment. Access to this channel is granted to everyone in the jumper tier of the Patreon. This segment was suggested by the astonishing Corey Yaboy Wilkins. Corey Yaboy Wilkins wrote, I've been dying to hear some of the best monologues in movie history delivered by Adam Driver. This is a great idea, Corey Yaboy Wilkins. Will, I have made several movie monologues available to you. You must read them as Adam Driver. Corey Yaboy Wilkins titled this segment Mono Driver. Thank you to Corey Yaboy Wilkins for this week's Patreon bonus segment. This is Mono Driver by Corey Ya Boy Wilkins. <laughs> Begin. All right, so Corey Ya Boy Wilkins. Thank you very much, Corey Ya Boy Wilkins, uh, for that. Uh, Corey Ya Boy. Yeah. So uh, hey, if you're if you're if you're not on Patreon yet, uh, uh, please do join us. Uh, and but also, thank you very much for tuning in to Dudesy. We're going to yeah. get into our Patreon segment here which is a uh, uh, adam driver reading so Corey, your boy wilkins likes the adam driver uh reading uh the, this, the the well this will be monologues yeah movie famous movie monologues i guess is what it is <laughs> all right mono uh, driver again Corey, your boy wilkins in case yeah. you didn't know yeah okay this first one is jack nicholson from a few good men this is <clears> i know <throat> that. i remember that uh, 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 this is uh adam driver doing jack nicholson's a few good men which is a very Heightened uh, monologue. Yeah. But this is Adam Driver. Okay. Right? You can't handle the truth. (laughs) He's subdued. Yeah. You can't handle the truth. Son, we live in a world that has walls, and those walls have to be guarded by men with guns. Who's going to do it? You? You want the truth? The truth... Oh. The The truth is... There are a lot of hard seltzers on the market promising everything from fewer calories to better taste, but only dudesy hard, hard seltzer delivers. Oh, for fuck's sake. 
If you like duty, here's what you do. Please tell a friend, then rate and review. If you like duty, here's what you do. Please tell a friend, then rate and review. If you like duty, here's what you do. Please tell a friend, then.